Good morning, Simple Church. Welcome back to the Parent Stuff Podcast. Thanks for checking in this week. If you are hearing this right now and you're thinking, where's Evan? This is our week to take over for Simple Church students. Ooh. I'm Blake. And I'm Jonah. And you may be thinking, what are we talking about this week? Every week we bring you a new subject for parents. And this week we are talking about the nest. So a lot of times we'll talk a little bit about student ministry and student ministry parents, but we decided that we were going to do a huge blanket this time and cover things from both empty nesters to me who is building a nest as we are about to have a baby. What? Next Monday. So six days from now, which is going to be November 22nd at the time of this recording. We're excited, um, but you'll hear more about that in a sec. And then where our guest today is one of our most favorite people, and that is Brian, Brian Reed. Reed. B. Reed, bring in the heat. So make sure to listen to this podcast and like, subscribe, hit the bell, everything. But welcome to another episode of the Parent Stuff Podcast. Thank you for listening. Check it out. All right, Brian. So thanks for joining us on the Parent Podcast. Well, thank you, guys. Glad to be here. Um, it's a lovely morning. And uh, we're talking about what today? So today we're actually going to be focusing on the nest. And so I thought that was kind of weird, but it makes sense because like both in our stage and where we're at, as we are literally getting ready to have a baby on Monday. And so we're actually... Jonah and Laura, not me and Jonah. No, not me and Blake. No, no. I definitely didn't. You're pointing at me and I was like, oh. Oh, definitely not. Um, But... (laughs) We're getting ready to have a baby on Monday, which for na- right now is literally six days away from now. So we're in the stage, and like one of the doctor's things that they always talk about is right now we are in the nesting phase, like getting everything ready and putting everything right. And then also, like y'all are in the stage right now of like empty nesters. Totally. And I'm totally practically in the nest. <laughs> yeah. And so talking about that, like what, do you, what would you define? Like what is the nest? I would say the nest would obviously is a uh, metaphor mm. Mm, for the home. Mm. And it's not the physical building as much as the, uh, I guess we, we could say the nuclear organization. Look oh. at that, the colloquial being of family. Mm. Yes, which by the way, did you get your coffee this morning out of the Red River? So did. It looks like it. I'm talking no coffee on the red, not the actual Red River. <laughs> it looks a little dirty. Bro. But that look like he's kind shout of- out to Colby. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there this morning, but he does work there now. Anyway, uh, yes, so yeah, I would say the nest would refer to to the home, but more not necessarily sticks and bricks as much as it is the organization within it. And as you guys know, even better than I, as y'all are in student ministry now, um, it changes. That is a moving target. Mm as far as what that nest really is. We've had many a conversation about how our generation is different from the one you grew up in. And uh, it's ranged from riding bikes to now we're doing VR baptisms. It's a completely different world. Smoke signals to texts. (laughs) 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 All right, John, maybe not smoke signals. So did it shock you when Moses killed that Egyptian? Like, what what was your take on that? Because you saw it, right? I read it. Okay. Apparently, we actually invited you on this podcast to roast you. I apologize. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, we thought about bringing Ray on here, and I he gets bullied enough on staff, so... Bless his heart. That would have been so wrong. I do feel bad. I think he actually took it to heart. We were teasing him about his little... I called it his Christopher Robin hat, his little <laughs> blue hat <laughs> look. Anyways, he doesn't wear it anymore, and I, I do he actually... He's never feel, worn it again. It's y'all. And, hey, I never did. Me? I have never bullied him. All right. I, I'm with him, all right. Anyway, but so we're all in different phases. And so 
Um, you're still kind of in the nest, Blake. Like, what's that like for you? Well, uh, it's a lot less responsibilities, a lot more freedom. Uh, woke up this morning, went to the gym, came home, and my grandma was cooking breakfast. I didn't have to worry about it. Just uh, it was like I uh, sort of like a hotel. Like I can come and go, but you know, I still got somebody to report to when I'm at home. No mints on your pillows or anything. No, no, that'd be uh, Grammy. If you want to step it up, that'd be fine. But uh. so for those who don't know, like Blake, you've you moved here. What is it? Two and a half years ago? Two years ago? Just about yeah. Yeah, and so from Hawaii, where your parents are mm-hmm. still, and then you're actually coming, and now you're living here with your grandparents, right? It's sort of like going from training wheels to I'm just now learning to ride the bike, like. Yeah, and it's a little, I mean, it's a little bit different for me because speaking as a, a, a grandparent of, my, now my kids are younger, my grandkids are younger, mm-hmm. the oldest one's seven, but grandparents to grandchildren is a whole different relationship than parents to children. For sure. No rules and a lot of cookies. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, yeah, you're you're living your best dream in a, in a Rent way. Rent free, making in a way. bank. <laughs> well. You know, saving money. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's maybe a small community bank, but not. Yeah, it's a it's a piggy bank, but you know. <laughs> yeah, and so the stage I know we're in right now is actually just like we're still like I mentioned, like in that building a nest phase. So like we are not like we are not like in that young parent phase yet. Like we don't know what that looks like. We still have slept like I slept seven hours last night, so that'll stay for about six more days probably. Mm. Um, but as we're getting ready, like. It's interesting, just like we are literally changing our lives to realize that, yeah, whenever you get married, it's a very big transition because you're taking care of yourself and another person. But with this, like, it's a human that literally can't take care of itself. It's this tiny human. My grandma talks about me. We always use the phrase, a baby changes everything. Like, literally, we were talking. So I was making some plans for lunch uh, last week with some youth pastors in the area. And I was like, hey, I want to get lunch next week. And they're like, oh, I can't. But what about the week after that? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, That's right. We were were talking. I was talking to one of my mentors yesterday, and we were talking about it being a fog. Like, man, you're going to, next time I talk to you, you'll be in that fog. Like, you don't know what it's like. And I'm like, I'm staring at the fog now. I'm in the clear staring at it, and I cannot see past it. I don't know what it's going to look like. And it's just so And nobody can navigate that but you. Last night I. You can, yeah, yeah. you can listen to, and hopefully you do, and I think you do, listen to people that have been down that road before. Yeah. But it's. It's different for everybody. There, I mean, there's certain things that are going to be the same. But, but baby changes everything. But baby changes everything. Last night I got on the Xbox for a second, and uh, I saw Jonah was on. We played a couple games together, and uh, I thought to myself after getting off, I was like, "Well, that may be it for a couple of years. <laughs> we'll see." <laughs> can I, can, as a non as a non gamer, can I ask this question? Sure. Maybe. Were you just on the Xbox a second? Really? Yeah. How long? We were on there for what? An hour. An hour. An hour. Yeah. yeah. Probably an hour. But if you get on, you go, hey, I'm just going to go 15 minutes. And then next thing you know. it's. I don't know if I've ever thought, I'm only going to get on this for 15 minutes. Have you ever been on there less than an hour? Uh, Maybe to check who's on. <laughs> yes. Definitely. I like, um, one of my favorite things is like, I like to play a game that's like really quick, like maybe less than around 15 minutes. And then what I'll do is I'll, that's how I'll work throughout the day. Like the other day I was burning firewood. 
to get rid of a huge pile of sticks in our yard. And I went and I was like, all right, I'm going to put on some limbs and then I'm going to go and play like a 10 minute round, go back, check on the fire, get everything ready. I had to borrow an ax from our neighbor to chop some limbs into more smaller pieces so I can get rid of them because we don't know what to do with so limbs. So that was that large black smoke I saw north of me. Yes, yes. That in our house apparently. <laughs> Just kidding. But it was a lot of fun. Okay. And then you're in a different phase right now. And so you're empty nester, but what, by like a year? Empty nester by... It's been longer than yeah, that, right? a little over a year. Yeah. Probably, uh, probably about a year and a half. Yeah, Caroline graduated from... She graduated from college in 19, 2019. And uh, she stayed with us for... Maybe, maybe six months or so. She, you know, her whole, you know, hashtag adulting wanted to be doing her thing. So, her and Cashy Boy. Yep. Just got her, her dog, dog, got her so. apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her own baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Marshall's Four still one of ours. You got one of those. I do. I do. How's he doing? Goliath. Oh, Goliath, man. He is uh, just sitting around shedding, laying. Waiting on the next belly rub to come along. So tell that story, Brian. <laughs> Which one? Which one? The one uh, where I was trying to give Goliath a little more food and attention than he needed that oh, night yeah. because uh, he'd gotten some already. He'd already gotten that. We'll come back to that. One. We'll circle back. We'll so it's kind of funny that though that like I see this in both my in-laws. My in-laws like have a cat, and that now that they live alone, that cat has taken the place of any child. You're like, hey, want to come visit? And they're like, I am taking care of our cat. And then my parents, like, it's Molly, our schnauzer. And so, like, everywhere they go, they're bringing Molly with them, like, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Goliath does not travel. Mm-mm. He is not a traveling dog. He, We've never really tried it, but I don't really want to do that. And this is probably a little bit where Perry and I are different, and I know we're this isn't a podcast on pet care. Right. but uh, <laughs> It's parenting, and pet parents are the same thing pet sometimes. Nah, Fur babies. Not really. <laughs> not really. But, uh. Yeah, we just don't, we just don't do that. And there are times, I better not say that. Never mind, I won't say that word. I was gonna say there are times when I wish we didn't have an animal, but then that mm, if, if Barry listens to this or others, knock on wood. But maybe this part could be edited by Scott. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. But we well, let's get back to nesting, guys. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. And so it's kind of funny that we're all like in kind of like that transition period right now, like. Let's see through that. Like, what transition are you going through, Blake? Well, like you said, I kind of transitioned from being fully in the nest with my parents in Hawaii to now being in a semi-nest, rotating between my grandma's house, where I can pretty much come and go as I please, and uh, Justin's house, (laughs) which I also pretty much spend most of my time at. For those who don't know, why are you at Justin's house? Because I am dating Hannah, his daughter. and uh, yeah. For how long now? Uh, year and four months. He didn't know days. Come on, he could do better than that. Year, mu- year, four months, and six days. Okay, there we go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, five days and so, so many hours. But, but it's uh, funny, like, every single time Justin tells a story, it's always like, yeah, da, 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 and Blake goes, yeah, and this happened too. And you're like, yeah. oh, you were there. Pretty yeah. much got the scoop. But he's notorious as well, speaking on dogs. Well, you know. Stop talking about dogs, but he's notorious about saying, man, we have all these dang dogs. And he's like, I don't need these dogs. We can kick them out. And then we come into the living room, and he's got all four of them, like, snuggled up to him. So everybody talks game about the fur babies, but 
back to the nest. Like you said, we're all transitioning. Uh, I'm sort of in the semi, semi still in the nest and uh, transitioning more towards independence as a uh, young person. You and Laura have been in that in a while. Now you're transitioning into a whole nother world of building your nest. Brian, you just now got the empty nest. You're still roaming around with all that extra room. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess the next question would be, what are the challenges of the stages that you're in with an empty nest? Like, what has been the most difficult part about entering that new phase? I, I would say the the biggest challenge is... Um, I guess redirecting your purpose, if I mm. can say it that way. I mean, I know obviously we have this larger, uh, the big overarching purpose of glorifying God with our life and right. what we do. But then each of us in different phases of our life, which we've all agreed that we're all in different phases, I think you, there's certain purposes. Um, you know, as a parent, which, which in addition, you, you, you never really stop parenting, guys. Yeah, once you start it, it never really ends. It just takes different roles. But, but for me, it's, it's rediscovering that purpose and making sure for me that, that the center of the family stays the center of the family, which is my relationship with, with Perry, with my wife. Mm. Uh, because we have a tendency in the family that uh, the kids become the center. And that starts when... Yeah, and it's natural. Monday. like with with Jonah, yeah, it'll be natural because that baby will be the center of attention mm -hmm. for for a long time because that baby can't take care of itself. However, the tendency that happens is as you parent and go, and and as life moves on, that those kids become that center of the of the family, right? And it's where we're going. How you know who who's taking them to soccer? Who's taking them to dance? Who's taking them to this? Who's football? this 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 and but the problem with that is it, it looks cute as young parents but as that carries if that model continues to carry on that purpose continues to carry on when you get to where you are with mine and, and those kids in, enter and leave quote leave the nest then you end up turning and looking at that other person and going who are you mm -hmm. and so if you don't keep those if you don't keep the the parent the mom and the dad as the center of the of the family, if you don't keep that relationship fresh with your spouse, with your wife, um, then you're going to lose that purpose. And so I'm, you know, I think that's really cool. Uh, this week actually with, I was thinking about it yesterday. Um, and it just kind of hit me. I was like, where's, this is our week before like Lara's giving birth and like, this is a big deal. And so I wanted to do, I was like, you know what I should do? Like, I knew that this is going to be hard for her after this. Like, uh, she's gonna be staying home for like weeks, uh, to, uh, and then after that, she's gonna be working home for a little uh, from home for a little bit, and so her life is gonna be revolving around this child even more so than mine at first. And so I realized I was like, I need to take some time to make this week special for her. And so, and instead, try to do or trying to do something special every single day. Like we're gonna have a Christmas party day, where it's just me and her setting up all the Christmas tree stuff because she wants to do that and watching like a Christmas movie, like Elf or something. And another day, we don't have a lot of time, but I think tonight we're actually coming back from the cross country state meet that a lot of our students are going to, and um, I'm coming back and. We're going to take a small tay and we're going to go to Target and we're going to go and choose two kids' toys, two baby toys. That's awesome. And just each choose one and get to go and just do that. Something like just to go out and do something small that's special because she's not exactly able to run a marathon right now. But <laughs> celebrating right now, just 
as we're moving, moments. having that time together right now. That's awesome. Great idea. Great idea. That's awesome. And so your transition, we kind of talked about right there, right? Yeah. And I think for us, again, it's just that like right now, it is literally, we are staring at something that ev- we can read about, we can hear about. We're just like staring at it. We're like, you know what? Something's about to happen. And everything now is just has that one seed in it of how does this affect our family? And so what is, can we do that that day or things like that? So it's funny, like I'm staring at calendar events that we have coming up and I'm like, I'm probably able to do that. It's not like my life is ending, right? And I'm like, I don't know yet. And so we're just experiencing like getting ready for that. And we're excited for that life change. We just don't know what it's going to look like really. Yeah, Man, that's crazy. So I think, what is the thing you're most scared about during that? Just not knowing? Because it feels like to me, you're almost on like a connecting flight because you've done all the work, you've done all the research, you've done all the, you know, getting the baby's room ready and making sure you know everything and have everything, like all the diapers and baby toys and whatever. And now it's like, okay, well, that was a challenge in itself and that's done. But now we've got this person to raise that's going to be its own like person, like the three of us going to have a job someday and like have their own kids. And now it's like, we have no idea. We've done everything we can. And now let's see what Becca does. I think my greatest fear with that is that like one of the killer things is that for babies, there's like two different switches or buttons. They're like, it's, it's crying. And you're like, oh, okay. She's crying. She's communicating with me. And you're like, awesome. Maybe she's hungry. She's not hungry. Maybe she's tired. She's not tired. Maybe she has gas. She's not, she doesn't have, I don't know. Yeah, you just and work through the list. It's just like you're, you're going through the checklist and I'm terrified of the moment that I know is going to come when I go through the entire list and I'm like, why are you still crying right now? Like, what do I do? And just like, can you please speak to me? Can we calm down and write down what are our problems right now so we can fix them? Um, but that's just not going to happen. And so I'm so scared that like, it sounds like easy, like you know the list, but as I'm looking at, it, I'm like, I'm. What if, what if, the baby's just constantly just upset, and that might be challenging, and I'm nervous about finding out hey. what's wrong. Yeah, y'all be fine. Y'all done the heavy work already. Feels like, especially Laura. Well, am I wrong? I'm probably. I'm just. I'm 20. What do I know? <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you getting parenting advice from yeah a guy who's never. But no, but but they are, and and here's the here's the cool thing about y'all, both y'all is you're both in student ministry right now, and I remember I was I was in student ministry too, and I remember having my first child. Uh, I was actually probably still in school. I was still in seminary, I think, back in the day when our first one was born. First church I went to. When we got there, we had two, but they were like a year and three years old, I think, mm-hmm. if I remember right, but. You know, the cool thing is, is they get to watch, you know, yeah. and, and it's not going to be, and there are phases, you know, of parenting and how you do that. So, which is what we're obviously talking about today. I was thinking just the other day that one of the coolest things is that I have loved, like when I was growing up, I never grew up, like my parents were both very active in the church, but like. I grew up alongside a lot of youth pastors. I started interning when I was in seventh grade, unpaid, and then paid in like 10th. And anyway, and so I worked in ministry forever, and I loved getting to meet that my youth pastors and really getting to know their families and their kids. And sometimes like a lot of uh, youth pastors will protect like their kids from too much time with all these students. But 
I've loved the idea of just all these students that are also pouring in value into your kids. Brian, what are the benefits of your stage? I think benefits at my stage, obviously, guys, is, uh, you know, I can watch whatever TV channel I want to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my TV, I got the remote, so. There you go. But Until I, Perry wants to watch something else. Yeah, but the, the cool thing about that is I think we're kind of on the same page. Great British baking uh, show all the time? No, not necessarily. No, we're, we're working through Hawaii Five-0 now in the <laughs> um, Now, she goes even a little bit deeper because she goes to that ID channel. Oh. Or as I call it, the How to Kill Your Husband channel. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, so, <laughs> and get away with it. So I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. I'll try to get communicate in as many ways as possible. If you guys see me go down, if I'm if I'm if I'm <laughs> if I'm killed or you find out it was Perry. Get to my wallet, okay? Once you find my wallet, there'll be a small piece of paper in there that'll say S A E twenty two. So you go to season eight, episode twenty two. <laughs> That's you know, how, oh. <laughs> how it went down. The river check. Okay, but yeah. I do you actually have that in mind? Like is there like what is it that went down? He's asking if Perry were to kill if you, how Perry would she do it? How would she do it? That's my real question, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I hope she wouldn't ever do it. I don't know. Welcome but, to the Perry we, podcast we today. We talk She's, about... Now, here's the deal, though. This is so Now she could be framed. Because we've talked, and I know this is this is opening up, and it also kind of gives you the benefits of that. Because I really did, growing up, with our kids growing up, I really did try to... Uh, as a parent, monitor what was going in, right? Because very important. Because kids, you know, and this is not newsflash. The, their brains aren't developed enough to be able to make solid decisions or understand why they're doing it and the way they think. Like literally, with middle school and then early high school, they they literally think backwards. I think me and Jenna are still cooking. And so, by the way, yeah, twenty five. Yeah, are twenty not twenty five yet. And then that and that'll be excited. You'll get there before him, and you'll be able to rent a vehicle and. Yeah, run out into the night. But I don't um, have a job anymore because I rent yeah. my own vehicles. I'm just kidding. He does everything else for the church. <laughs> so, but but anyway, yeah, that's kind of the. So I was very try to be very aware of where my kids were then and what was going in their brains. But so now, I mean, we just have to work. We're working through, and so like for example, we've we've jokingly talked about, you know, how much our phones. And our wristwatches, if you've got a smartwatch or whatever, how much they hear you and what's going on, and then they throw out ads to make that happen. Yeah. I, I was really concerned for a long time because Perry does have this fascination with, uh, like, true crime, murder stuff. Like, she jokingly says, but would probably do it if she had the opportunity, she would love to be an FBI profiler. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I would love that. That's awesome. So, I'm worried about if something goes down and they look because at one point she actually had to use my library card because number one, I never use it. <laughs> number two, she she got put on probation from the Bose Parish Library, but y'all have to ask her that on on a podcast sometimes. Okay. But I got worried because all the books she was checking out was like were like serial killer books and stuff, and I'm thinking. One of these days, this chick is gonna kill we're gonna, me. <laughs> no, either she's gonna kill me or the authorities are gonna come to my house. Yeah, and go, Mister Reed, you have, you know, you're on a blacklist. We're, you're on mm-hmm. the list, right? Because we we know this. You've yeah. been implicated. We've been implicated. Why were you looking up how to melt a body? Like, what's yeah. up, man? How do you? Yeah, what what chemicals would work? But anyway, uh, 
Yeah, benefits, obviously, as an empty nester, I mean, benefits are pretty crazy because here's the other thing, really, that I'm kind of discovering. And even though we're not like, we're not rolling in the dough, and I'm not talking about the restaurant, I'm talking about money. Right. But, Good one restaurant. Of the, but one of the benefits of, of this stage in our life is like if I need a tool, I can go to Home Depot or Lowe's and pick up said tool, you know, as long as it's not like crazy, outrageous, expensive. But I can remember back in the day mm-hmm. of going, I cannot do this because we got to buy diapers or Oof. I can't do this because we got to have formula. Or right. I can't do this because my kids, uh, you know, the girls, we have got to pay for dance this month, and it's a, so. And not that we're financially independent by any means. Just more free. Exactly. There's yeah. there's more freedom. There's more margin, and so for example, you know, Friday we're leaving and driving to Houston to see our grandkids. So mm-hmm. we can just do that. So what I'm hearing here is that Blake is financially doing well because he's living with his grandparents, basically like a hotel. You're doing well because you don't have kids. And then I, you're entering into, am entering into the time of brokenness. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Well, there's also some obvious benefits for us. Is that like, I know, like Laura and I were talking like before we ever like she ever got pregnant or anything like that, and we were always nervous that like you know for a lot of people it's so difficult to even get pregnant, and yeah. like already we are so blessed that that happened, and then also just the blessing of having a child is just so like we're so excited to like. We're entering into that phase that's going to be Pretty cool. really awesome about watching a baby turn into like a real human instead of just like a potted plant that you just have to water. Yeah. And student ministry built in, built in babysitter. It is so built yeah. in. We have an entire list. Uh, I have a list of people that have offered, a list of people that I'm actually going to say yes to, and a list of people I'm like, don't come near my child. Yeah. <laughs> so, especially the one that said they'd bully it. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, her. Bully her. She has a name. Bully it. Becca. She does. Yeah. <laughs> Becca. I keep saying it from back in the day before we knew the gender. And so. In staff meeting yesterday, he was like, well, it's coming Monday. I was like, she. She has, yeah. She <laughs> I was calling she. from the other side of the room. That's a she. That would yeah. Be. Becca. That would be a person. It's going to be completely well, different. She won't listen to this podcast. For Not a for a while. Years, so she won't realize that she was called it. Before. I expect her to be at least four before she gets really interested in listening to podcasts. So. Yeah. We were talking, um, I talked to two people yesterday, one of my best friends and also one of my old mentors and on the phone, and we were just updating, and like they are just both reaching out to me, and we were talking about how it's funny that like everyone, like the discussion is everyone's like, well, you're already a father. Like, you're already a father right now, Jonah. And I'm like, the problem is, is that it's kind of like I'm enlisting to go in the military. I'm like supposed to go to boot camp next Monday, and then Veterans Day happens, and I'm like, you should thank me. I'm already a dad. Like, come on. Like, I'm not vet- a veteran yet. I haven't done anything to deserve this yet. And so, like, not a chance. But we're so excited. It is weird to look at you and think, man, last year you were just one of me, one of Caleb, and now this year we're gonna, you're going to be a part of the celebration for Man Day because you're a dad. Not because you're not a man. You've always you've been a man <laughs> for a minute. But last That was a hard transition. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy, dude. All right, so with the church, what does the church have to offer people in your stage? We'll start with you, Blake. Well, I think mine is the not the easiest, but it's pretty obvious. I think being, you know, young, being uh, like 
20 it's easy because we have so many plugins so many volunteer opportunities so many places to serve but also to be served we've got our life groups we've got people to hang around with caroline leaves one uh ryan leaves one caleb leaves a tennis life group there's no shortage of places you can find people your age find people with similar interests and man i'm you know the church any church really is going to have spots where 20 whatever year olds are going to be able to find a home and find people so i'm very happy with what our church has to offer people like me awesome yeah brian what about yours all right yes empty nesters so uh, there's not even like a we don't really have a specific quote life group called empty nesters right though we do have life groups and as you guys know with life groups one of the things that naturally happens over the course or as a phrase library likes to use now organically happens mm. uh is that you're drawn to to like people that are like-minded and those kind of things so that's good one of the things i also know that's been really good i know it's only happened on a small scale uh to the best of my knowledge right now but for example bill and ann allred they they actually lead a life group of young married Mm -hmm. couples Mm -hmm. which they all say that young married but they're all they're getting older now. Come on. Yeah, no yeah, we, we've yeah. gone to that they're life group kids. before Lara was yeah. pregnant, and it's we're very young compared to most of them. Right, right. So where they are now is probably, you know, Married. mid to late 30s. Mm-hmm. And so, but but they have small kids mm-hmm. ranging in age from five and under. Um, so that's great. I think that's fantastic. I wish, I wish we would be able to more have a more concerted effort even to offer those to people that come in because i think there's a benefit from generation to generation of being able to share Mm -hmm. uh, and do with that so it's a good it's a good thing well really i think the first initial problem or focus for a you know young couple with a under five-year-old kid walking into a church it's like what am i gonna do with this thing so that i can actually receive the word of god i think yeah one of the most obvious ways like our area is probably one of the most obvious ways that like the church can do stuff for us because like it, there is Christier does a phenomenal job across the board with family ministry. And so from both like from baby dedications to just all the different classes, like a lot I have we have a lot of people that are both friends involved in volunteering in that ministry and then also as students even volunteering in those areas and just she does such a good job. And also even just the FX boxes bringing, not only just saying, hey, we're going to do stuff on Sundays or some small events, but also like going into our homes to do something to bring families together and closer to God. And I love that. Between Amber with the life groups and Christy A with the simple kids, man, the team has got it covered. So it's awesome. And I'll even mention actually with Empty Nesters, one of our biggest things, and you may be like, I retired from that. I am not going back. But my some of my favorite leaders in our HSM mm-hmm. are empty nesters. So like we have like Dee Dee Hayes, and she is probably like there's not I don't know of another leader that loves as strongly as she does for these high schoolers. And I don't know of another leader that the high schoolers are more excited to see than her a lot of I'm times. To see, yeah. And so she is just absolutely yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's I mean, which is a great point. I think with an advantage of an empty nester again is the there is a certain amount, I guess, more freedom. From the standpoint of like, yeah, I can go help out on that trip, or yeah, I can, yeah, like, like even for me, even in our role, as y'all know, even within the staff, um, 
one of the things we have, like, for example, is POC, pastor on call. And I know, because I just know it. Like, I have the ability that if I get a call at 9 o'clock at night, uh, somebody needs to, you know, be at the hospital, that I can just go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know, like, in in your case, fixing to be Jonah, uh, you know, Blake's probably going to be playing a video game. So, <laughs> But then the other guys that have kids, they don't have, it's not as easy to just go, hey, sorry, leaving you here, bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, at least in our situation, in our dynamic with the staff of multiple uh, people, that we have that advantage now that, uh, I mean, I could do the late night stuff or whatever, or early morning meetings or Well, I think kind of going with that, I think a pretty common misconception for leaders, empty nest leaders, is that, you know, you look at them and think, well, I mean, they've served so hard for so long anyways that they're not going to want to do stupid little stuff like helping me set up. But really, they're some of the most eager and willing to talk to kids that nobody else is talking to, to help set up games and play games. Some of the most fun I've ever had is from uh, is from people I absolutely would not expect to be down for the craziness. And like Rob and Lisa Elliott, uh, they came in a while ago and, um, you know, super chill you know, empty nesters and, uh, whoops. And, um, you know, I wouldn't expect it, but they jumped right in and had more energy than anybody to just, you know, get right into it. It was a lot of fun. So to finish up, last question. Last one. Here we go. What is, what advice would you give the person in the stage behind you? Hmm. Ryan. Uh, you're talking. Oh, you go, you got me first. Oh, obviously, I think you're yeah. the one that that has something. What for advice me. would I give this, the, to the person stage of it? Um, wow. I know you already offered that talking about the importance of seeking marriage, even in the middle of yeah, yeah, family, yeah. was yeah, so good to me. Like that's something I did not even think about for a while, and so I'm taking that and running with it after yeah. this. I think. I think going back to the people. To, to stage of people behind me. And, and this is, again, and I'm going to go down a little bit down that road too, simply because I, what made me think about it is that I've had recently in my office several different couples that are, quote, middle-aged parenting, kind of on the ta- maybe even t- closer to the tail end. Kids are in high school or kids are in middle school and that kind of stuff. And most of the problems go back to communication. And so the best thing I would say first is you got to communicate every day with your spouse. You, mm-hmm. You've got to. You got you to gotta take them on a date. You got to do that. Don't stop date Because what happens is we stop doing those things that brought us together. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going back to it. It's, it's who the center of the family is. It's that mom and dad relationship with each other. It's the husband, wife. And so, um, don't, yeah, my advice, don't stop dating. Uh, and just remember that, that as a parent, the other part of it is as, as being a parent, 90% of what your kids are learning is going to be caught rather than taught. So, Hmm. and that meaning, because there's a lot of stuff I grew up in the age where my dad would say, literally, and I remember my parents saying this on a few occasions, you know, don't do as I do, do as I say. You know, and, but the reality of it is, 
I remember watching and going, yeah, you have me, that, you know, that. And, and my parents were great growing up and all that. I'm not poo-pooing on them. But, <laughs> but I see so much of what happens is parents don't realize, you know, that that those kids are watching. And so the reason they have issues with authority is because they, they see looked it. At, at my life. Yeah. Or, or they've looked at their parents' life and seen, yeah, dad, dad always tries to skirt around on this, or mm. or he always talks about uh, police in this way, or he always talks about the, you know, and so that's where I go back. That would probably be the two pieces of advice I would give: keep communicating, keep dating, uh, and then be aware of what's going on. It's Absolutely, that's not, awesome. Talk, dude. not talk. Jonah, I'm ready for it. So I think so for us, like a lot of times, it's really talking about the stage of both young singles and young marrieds or things like that in that area of just like realizing that it is not a race at all. That's one of the biggest things. I went to ETBU, East Texas Baptist University, and everyone's joke about ETBU is ring by spring at all times. And so like you can go to college and you're like, well, ring by spring. You start dating. You need to propose by that next spring. And everyone says like – a lot of people say you went to ETVU to get your MRS degree. Um, and so went into just so you can get married. But like, we didn't, we did, we moved very quickly into things. And I'm not regretting that at all. But for a lot of our friends and people like that, like as we talk to those people, like it almost creates this identity crisis of saying like, well, am I not, am I, am I too slow with this? Am I not doing well? Am I not doing this fast enough? Am I not getting married to someone? Am I like that kind of thing? Or if I'm not having a kid whenever everyone else is having a kid, or if I'm not buying a house or getting a job or anything like that. And it's just like, you don't have to rush into any decision that time is your friend. Everyone is different. And so like, there's not that pressure. Like you should be make wise choices based off where you're at, not by watching everyone else's lives. Hmm. Well, Brian, All if right. I had anything to give you, <laughs> In turn the stage it around him. about the empty nest stage. I got to talk to somebody. Who am I going to talk to? The middle schoolers? I talk to them every Sunday. There you go. But uh, if I had anything to give you, I would think it'd be keep doing what you're doing in that you still seek the things in life that make you have fun. And like whenever we do anything crazy, like, you know, go play golf in Florida or ride bikes to uh donut hole or whatever you were always in that group you were always living the you know living the good side of life and i honor that about you and i've always you know admired that and uh keep doing that man man yeah man <laughs> stay young bro anyway right i think this was awesome so thank you so much brian for coming on yes thanks for having me i always love being able to just hang out i loved it well, also, um, but don't forget to like and subscribe to the Parent Stuff Podcast. That is like bell. There's a bell notification on Click the, the bell and stuff. Subscribe, do all the stuff. We got a podcast pretty much every week. Awesome guests. So stay tuned for next week when Evan brings you another guest to the Parent Stuff Podcast. If you want to follow us on the Instagram, we are at DHSMTV. At the MSMTV. And our websites are thehsm.tv. The Just MSM. like that. TV. Exactly. So. Keep up to date. Until then, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.